Welcome back to Gardens, the untold story. Andy, look, okay, you put a hat on from 30 seconds ago. So pardon the dank. Hey, right on, guy. Thanks for coming by. So what was the hat, Andy? Come on. What was that one? All I right. Love I love this, the song, man. It's, you picked a good one. Well, soil is so important in so many different ways for all of us, not just for our plants, but for us as well. So, Andy, you know, our, our title we put up today is Why is Organic Material Important in Your Garden? So let's start it off with that, man. Uh, what do you think? Well, let me let me give it a little background of what's going on. So one of the things I've been getting calls from people, right? It's like, oh, I have this disease on this plant. Mm -hmm. you know, because it rained a lot, right? It rained a lot. You know, this is like January, February, March, and it's still wintertime here. We didn't have a spring. Yeah. And I'm getting lots and lots of calls with people with diseases right, on their plants. Not people, but they probably do, but, you know, people. <laughs> so and the one thing they all have in common, they don't have, they, the gardeners come clean everything off. They said, rake everything up, take every leaf, take every grass clipping, everything, yeah. and throw it away. Okay, now how do you think Mother Nature, and Mother Nature keeps trying to make soil, but we're not allowing that to happen. Yeah. Right? And then uh, uh, half of them say, well, I've been, I've been following you. I got this organic fertilizer. It's not working. Well, it doesn't work in, in, in soil. And then it's, it's, normally they were able to get away with it in the past because, you know, it was dry, right? It wasn't, we were in a drought. So you give yeah, it just yeah. a little bit of water, and, it, and the water controls it a little bit to some extent. It keeps them alive. But hi, hi, Diggy, Dicky Dank. <laughs> diggity, diggity dank. Dang, right. Hi, man. How you doing? And and so it's so, but now when it rained so much, the soil becomes the, the earth becomes soaked, water soaked, yeah. water water. Yeah. So before it was bad enough that the, no oxygen was getting down there. It wasn't really soil, but the plants were surviving, you know. Mm -hmm. But with all this rain. And many people don't realize all plant diseases start in the soil. Yeah, yeah. All plant diseases start in the soil. Mm -hmm. I, uh, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. <laughs> but and 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 people don't understand that that there that's the connection, you know, right there. And so yep. they go out, and so people go on go to the store. I'm not going to mention any stores, but you know the store. You go buy this stuff. It says compost. There's nothing in it. It's totally. I mean, it's it's a nice am amendment, but it, it mm -hmm. and then you know th they don't have anything that should be in the compost in the first place. Then it says no manure. A lot of the compost says no manure. I go great. Well, then they kind of like it's sterile, right? They sterilize it. And, yeah, and yeah. Even if you buy earthworm castings, you know what that is, right? You buy earthworm. There's there two kinds of earthworm castings. The good kind and the bad kind. I hate to say the bad <laughs> kind. It's the ones that are alive, and then there's the ones that are dead. Yeah, they sterilize it. They heat it up, and it's kill it. Yep. Kill every earthworm in there. They kill every microbe in there, and it's just the product. It's just a little bit yep. of earthworm yep. castings with maybe the mi micronutrients in it, right? But no way to get it to the plant. Yeah, yeah, See, exactly. You know I mean? No biology to bring it to the plant. Right, and the, and the pH is uh, like five point five or something like that. You know, one mm -hmm. of the things people need to understand about pH is this microbes live at a certain pH level. Yep. As that. So if you have a pH too high, too low, you have different types of microbes. In, That's in right. Yeah. Early, right. And so 
the key is really simple, the soil. And the, the key is to either you allow Mother Nature to make the soil, like I was talking to a lady the other day. Do you know what a mulching mower is, lady? And she goes, no, I don't want mulch all over my lawn. I go, okay. So a mulching mower, basically, it cuts up the grass over and over again and lets it become mulch, which then turns into soil. Yeah. So, so people's headspace are in like, let's keep it real nice and clean, but I want to know why these things. And then they have a boss to tell me, I want you to spray that tree for that. Ignore everything else. I tell people, look, you want me to fix your finger? I got to work on the body. And that's yeah. something people don't even think about. Well, it's just fix the finger. Maybe we can just do something to the finger separate from the body and hope that mm -hmm. it works. Or like your brain, you know, hope that it works. Or any other part organ in your body. Right. That's just that's uh, that's medicine in a nutshell. One mm -hmm. guy who deals with the brain doesn't deal with a finger. Right. You know, they don't right. even communicate with each other. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so the key is we're Mother Nature. I tell people we're soil. soil right. Isn't that cool? I yeah. came up with that one day. I said, hey, we're the soil. Because mm -hmm. normally we would die. We would poop. We would do things that would turn to the soil. Even as early as uh, or as late as early. Maybe 100 years ago, Mother Nature was functioning. Maybe 100 years, something like that. I mean, yeah. definitely definitely a 1,000 years, 500 years, she was functioning in the sense that uh, she was actually making making compost with what she does. She makes compost and spreads it out throughout the world. Yeah. Uh, I, I wrote a column on the Industrial Revolution. Right. That's when fertilizers started. They started making fertilizers. Yeah. So the science yep. is there's a correlation between the industrial revolution and the CO2 in the air going up in the air. Yeah, yep. there's a slight correlation, but it's not. Well, the and, and the more biology you kill off, the more CO2 because they use that CO2 to build their bodies. So exactly, exactly geez, there's right. a correlation. Yeah, exactly right. They and they don't and they don't. So I, I, some people say, oh, it's a car pollution, the airplane pollution. No, yeah. farmers do forty percent of the. Uh, uh, of the, uh, not necessarily the pollution of the damage because when they rototill yeah. and they and for first of all in other third world countries what they do is they cut down a forest right they cut the forest down what does the forest do right you know and then they burn it don't forget they have to burn it and then they know. burn it right so it, it should be like illegal worldwide to cut down forests it should be illegal. i i told somebody once i said the solution is very simple United States pays farmers not to farm. Why don't we pay other countries not to destroy their 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 their, their forests? Yeah, yeah. Right? Oh, there goes. <laughs> I think one dog didn't like the forest being cut down. We, we have no places to pee. No places to pee. Oh. No, I we oh, we have the cat. kitty visiting and the, and the dog said, "Oh, dad, there's a cat coming." <laughs> so, uh, so it, it's it's a worldwide thing that we have Got, and then in the Industrial Revolution, so it was a combination of things. Chemical fertilizers started killing the soil then. Oh, there's yeah, more yeah. chemical. And then and they said, you can't do feed the world organically. We're all going to starve. That's been the the, the, the series. Their mantra. The, the, yeah. the mantra all the way through. You can't do it. You can't do it. It has to be. And and and, and they, they, they sell it to all the third world countries who have, by the way, the ability to be sustainable. All that. Wait, did we decide not to use sustainable? What was the word? Regenerative, right? Regenerative. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's cool. And they have the ability to do that. But they tap, they said, give me the, the, give me the fertilizer because we need to feed our country. And so the, so the Industrial Revolution started a couple of things, and it's just got worse and worse. Chemical fertilizer yep. destroys the soil. 
Roller tilling destroys the soil. Uh, every pollution you can think of destroys the soil. The, we have toxins in the city water that destroys the soil. Yeah. So we have been destroying the soil, and we've been getting better and better at it. Plastic destroys the soil. Mm -hmm. Radiation destroys the soil. So we're doing everything. We And I had this weird dream a long, long time ago. First, I said, you're cutting the, the, the branch you're sitting on. Now you're cutting yeah. the tree that you're sitting on. You get it? See what I'm saying? Yeah, they're, yeah. They're up there, and they said, like, you're cutting the tree. Before, it's bad enough you're cutting the branch you're sitting on. Now they're actually cutting the tree. When that tree yeah. falls down. Or toast. Yeah. That's it. Mother, well, so what, in, in your best opinion, like I've been telling people, um, I started out with, with uh, uh, you know, 10 to 15 years, and now I'm telling people 9 to 14 before we hit that edge of the biological collapse. What's your estimate? What's your feeling uh, so, on that, Andy? Uh, 20 years, 30, 40 years ago, a scientist wrote 10 environmental, 10 environmental boundaries we should not cross. Mm -hmm. By that time, I said, okay, 50, we got 50 years because we've managed to cross every single one. You think of that 10-1. I mean, the, guy, the scientist wrote to me, he says, did you read my column? I says, no. Well, you you picked exactly the 10 one. I said, I don't have to be a brain scientist to know you need clean air, clean water, clean soil, clean, yeah. clean, clean ecosystem. In, uh, we can't survive and radiate. Everything that I said is basically a fact that you have to pay attention to. Well, yeah. Yeah. So then, uh, so I, that was 50 years ago. Remember, I used to be doing in 1970. So uh, 50 years ago would be um, what 1980, something like that, right? 19. Um. Yeah, but in the in the 80s, sometime. Yeah. Right. You're right. So then, in 1990, I said, well, look, folks, we're down to 25 years, and about yeah. five years ago, I said, forget about. It. We already crossed it. There's no turning back, and we're in deep doo doo. And after, after yep. this, and the scientists, they're, they're nice. They always say, well, we have 25 years to go. Now they say, well, maybe we have, somebody said, well, you got about five years now. <laughs> five years. Yep. And, if and you're lucky. If you're lucky. If you if, if you were to, I, I tell people, if it's, if a giant spaceship was to come and take all human beings off the planet and mm -hmm. stop the current pollution, they would still take thousands of years to recover. There yeah. See what I'm saying, right? Because well, it took, what, 4 billion years for everything to develop to this point. So, yeah, it's not going to happen overnight. Yeah, so yeah. Like a pendulum, the pendulum swings. So the pendulum, mm -hmm. it, so Mother Nature has, in all this, her wisdom, has set up uh, things to control the pendulum swing. Right. Don't tell. Don't make us do math live on on live streams, man. We we don't oh, do very well. Forty three years ago, okay, nineteen eighty was forty three years ago. Cool. Yeah, math. I hate math. <laughs> yeah, it's like, huh? No, don't make me do it, man. Give me a calculator first. And you know the the the, the force of Mother Nature shock absorbers. Yeah. They it's it's, it's incredible that they take in CO two and give off O two. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's incredible. That's that's and they're they're saying scientists are saying you know the Earth was a, was a methane planet until this microbe started growing, and this mm -hmm. microbe takes methane and gave off oxygen. They they only found one source of this microbe now on the whole planet, deep in in near near Hawaii where the where the volcano you know comes up on the ocean is really super yeah. hot. It lives over there. It's sorry. so they're trying to figure how can we grow this because we need more of it everywhere. But it doesn't do very well with toxins. I mean, it does really go with with uh, uh, 
magnite, right? With the lava flow. With the heat and everything. Yeah, yeah, it can and survive that, but it can't survive us, the idiots that are killing it all yeah. over the place. So yep. plastic is everywhere on the earth. So they, mm -hmm. they originally named the age of man, I forget the name of it, but it basically translates to age of plastic. Okay. That's the name. So they gave it the age of man, but it's a certain name which basically means age of plastic. Again, yeah. if the aliens was to come ten thousand years from now and uh, you know dig in, they would find a layer of plastic all around the world, including yep. the deepest part of the ocean and the highest mountain. And the plastic is really very weird. It absorbs radiation. It absorbs toxics. Mm -hmm. So animals are eat. They found a well full of plastic, full of plastic. The body was full of plastic, and it was radioactive. Yep. So yeah, and there is microbiology stuff. now. We 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 I found that is eating the plastic. Yeah, is it? Yeah, yeah, it's actually breaking it down into the the molecules that it was made from. Because you told me that they 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 control radiation now too. They have a yeah. microbe. So the, the microbes will save the earth if we start paying attention to it. See, and it goes back yeah. to to why it's important because it, it, each individual person has to do their part. A little bit, just a little bit. Just a little bit. That's all it yep. takes, you know. <clears throat> That's why my book, first book was how I love promoting my books, by the way. First one was well, how to yeah. how to heal the earth in your spare time. Mm -hmm. You don't have to do anything except one little change. One little change could be as simple as, well, maybe I want some really live soil on my property here. Maybe yeah. I can do that to my property, right? Maybe I'll tell the gardener, stop with the chemicals, buy the organic, and I'll start making compost. There yeah. you go. And, and the raised beds is one of the easiest ways uh, to do it because you know what you do is basically have a, a bed of worms <laughs> growing in your raised bed. <clears throat> and then what happens, when I was doing the wor uh, worms a long time ago, I had a raised bed. I had so much worms in there, I would take them out and put them in other. Yes, we have to do it for our children. Very much, very. I, that's exactly it. And our children right now, our children should say, okay, enough of you people. <laughs> when I give, I give a talk to the kids, and I go there. I go, yeah. ah, hello, boys and girls. <laughs> they say, no, that's Mickey Mouse. Ah, I'm not Mickey Mouse. No way. And I would tell that I tell the adults, okay, all the adults out of the room. And and the mm -hmm. teacher says, I have to watch and see what you're doing. Is you really? And it's and all the students says, out. And we were talking <laughs> about radiation. We were talking about microbes. We were talking about the speed of light. All this stuff. The teachers talk about What are you people talking about? Oh my God! This I, I never heard the kids talk about these things. And I told the kids, you need to arrest your your mom and dad if they do stuff. You need when they go shopping, if they don't buy organic, certified organic. Mom, what are you doing when they're in the yard? Mom, what are you doing? Dad, mom and dad, why? You know, right? Yeah. Because it's their it's their it's their earth just as well, and they need to wake up. Well, and they're going to help change everything if they get the education. And that's why you're going to the schools and educating. Yeah. But we need to get more and more people that are out there educating the children to force their parents to, like, wake up, guys. Like, hey, you're killing us here. That's why the powers in control do not like educated people. They Very don't like true. people to think on their own. They don't like people to say, wait a minute. So you're you're telling me this roundup is good, even though they got forty million dollars, they got fine, but they can still sell it. I can still go to the store and buy it with roundup. And it's five times stronger. Don't forget they had to up. Stronger. Mother Nature's getting so that it goes like hell with you. We're just fixing this, so they had to make it five times freaking stronger. Exactly right, and and 
and, and so it's so it's important that people you know and I, I think the people who are listening here are here now all understand this and they want to know more yes. and more yep. i want to be able to get to the 99 percent of the other people that are going you're kidding mm-hmm. me the soil what do you mean the soils i got an argument with a lady and i don't argue with the ladies she says, you're crazy <laughs> I said thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, I am crazy, but I'm not as crazy as you are, lady. <laughs> I didn't say that because I was trying to explain to her that the soil says what's in the soil that could be alive. The yep. soil has more living things in it than you, the stars in the sky. I said, I, what was mm-hmm. it? How do you say it? a cube, a little teaspoon of, of soil has more microbes in it than stars in the sky, something like that? Uh, it's is. more, a, a teaspoon has more, there's more microbiology in that teaspoon than there are human people on this planet. I know that part, yeah, for sure. So yeah, yeah. For sure. And, 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 and so when I got the name Invisible Gardener, I didn't realize... Because you might, I'm a very intuitive person. I deal with a, an otherworldly yeah. thing. But the more I got into the more I raised, oh, the invisible, the true invisible gardener is the microbes. Duh. You know it. See, and they're like yep. an invisible army. And they're mm-hmm. not invisible, but we, because we can see them under a microscope. I, one of the things I want to do is buy a microscope that's powerful enough, uh, not so expensive that I can plug into the computer so people can see. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Layton says, "You know, way you can be able to name them." <laughs> well, I think Elaine Ingham's talking. They, they've named and know what about five percent. There you go. Do the other ninety-five percent? They have no bloody clue what the hell's going on. That's right. So when I would send my stuff to a lab, was supposedly they're into soil micro- microbe. They would say, "We don't know what three quarters of the stuff is in here. What is it? Yeah. Right? And and." My thing when I do my my service when I spray, I spray these. I spray a blend of all these microbes that I can get my hands on, that I can yep. that I that produce in nature. And I, I keep telling people, you know, when was the last time an animal came and died into your property or peed or did this stuff? I mean, yeah, yep. just as simple as a hundred years ago, maybe fifty ago, they, there were more animals floating around everywhere, flying and doing all kinds of things, right? And that's that was the recycle. That was the earth, mother nature producing. Her compost and she took like forever yep. to get this together right just the perfect thing right you know what i mean and, mm-hmm. and, and right now you don't have, that's been stopped they have fences to stop animals from moving back and forth from one place if you're bird yep. you, there's more bird kill than anything ever before you know road kill right so we're killing off the animals who are mother nature's gardeners right which produce yep. the compost that we want yeah and 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 we it's not it, it's a, a real fascinating to me that everybody removes everything, you know, you, and I've done it too. So I, you know, I'm not perfect, but we've been removing all that organic material, which is mother nature's compost. Exactly right. And uh, I have a, a, a friend who I hate dandelion weeds. I hate weeds. I go, yep. um, you know, you should be thankful that they're growing in your dead environment, <laughs> right? You should be thankful yeah. that they're growing in your dead environment. I would help them to grow because they, when they die, they will put put some humans back into the soil. Don't know. They yeah. pull them up, rake them off, take them away, and then they have the balls to complain. Gee, why are the citrus not doing well? A lady I saw talked to this a few days ago. I've had this for 20 years. And now look at it. I goes, yeah. And I dug a little hole. So you can squeeze the water out of the soil. Yeah. And I, I, tell people, I tell her, microbes don't swim very well. Now, it's hard to breathe underwater for some reason. Now, Diggity Dank actually has a question. Okay, uh, what's the best spray to use? 
I'm always worried about killing nematodes. Now, the thing, the way, the what you have to understand about killing nematodes is they're good nematodes and they're bad nematodes. Yeah. Well, there's only one bad nematode, and that's your root-feeding nematode. Every Everything else is actually good nematodes. Exactly right. So your best bet is to encourage the good guys. The good guys and the bad guys don't live in the same place. Yeah. So if you want to spray, you have to explain to me why is it you need to spray. What is it you're spraying? Does does Are the plants not doing well, or do you feel that you need to spray? I'm talking, to, is it danky? Yeah, <laughs> right? diggity dank. Tell me what it is that, that you feel you need to spray for, and I'll, I'll explain it to you a little better. Go ahead. I'm, I'm watching. I'm waiting. we got time. <laughs> he's, I'm sure he's sitting there typing, figuring <laughs> out the exact question he wants to put in. But, yeah, guys, yeah, yeah the, the chat, you guys, we want your questions because exactly right. we need it's, it's you guys that need answers, and we're here to help you to grow and learn and then – for you to take that knowledge and and spread it around as well. I've so I've always been that way. When I gave a lecture, I'll sit down and say, "Okay, uh, I, I tell people before you come, write down your questions." And yeah, then we'll, yeah. We'll go over the questions. I'm not going to plan anything. I'm not going to sit there. He uses to spray the biology, not the chemical. Okay, great. See, the, the biology is not going to kill the good beneficial uh, soil microbes. So if you spray more microbes, you're not going to go after the nepo. If I had compost tea, I want to spray. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, compost tea, right. Compost yeah. tea only encourages the beneficials. It's really cool how compost works because, like I said, yeah. the good guys and the bad guys don't live in the same place. And there's there's only a few bad guys. There's more good guys than bad yeah. guys. You know what I mean? And that's why the – so if your compost is made correctly, which I'm going to assume there is, you know, that you're using everything you're supposed to be putting into the compost, using a, a couple of different types, the more blend of animal manure, the better – what are you using? I used to have chicken, rabbit, llama. Uh, I even had elephant manure in there. I had, uh, you know, a uh, uh, rabbit. I had, uh, you know, uh, a horse, goat. <laughs> you name the different yeah, variety yeah. animal manure. And oddly enough, the as I, I know, maybe I, t- maybe I told you before, but the two best type of animal manure are the earthworms and the elephant. <laughs> right now, what he's actually referring to is. Uh, in the oh, sprayer nozzle, right? You're you're killing a lot of nematodes with the the sprayer nozzles. What right. do you feel okay, about so, that? So uh, there there's uh, several different types. It's not just the sprayer nozzle; it's the pump. Mm-hmm. There are two yeah. types of pumps. One's a, uh, a, a diaphragm, and one's a roller. Yeah. If you get the roller, it kills everything. Uh, it it's, it kills uh, microbes and everything. There are uh, sprayers on the market now, especially made for compost tea. The, nose, okay. the tip of the nozzle is bigger, and, and it uses a diaphragm. It just gently moves them along without killing them. So, well, like I, I try to use air actually to in, instead of any type of pump, uh, physical pump. I try to use air um, and put air behind, and that's I can control my pressure on my air for different spraying. But um, Southwest Grower uh, Metal Tips. What, what do you feel about the metal tips? Like, I, I see a lot of chrome. I see a lot of plastic, a lot of brass. Uh, how do you feel about that? So the metal tip, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's something that uh, that um, I don't know entirely about. I do know that when I buy the tips, I buy them big enough so that they go through okay. You know, the, yeah. the tip has to be big enough. Um, I don't think that the... the uh, the, the plastic, you know, if it's, a, if it's a plastic tip, I would say no with the plastic because the microbes will get into the plastic. And they, they, they should be able to eat it, but the, it, it does more damage than good. Uh, uh, 
but I, I wouldn't worry so much about the metal that the, that the spray nozzle is made of as long as it has a, a, a wide enough opening to go through. Mm -hmm. And ideally, if you're using a compost uh, sprayer, you're aerating, they come with an aerator already in it. Mm -hmm. it oxygen, uh, air is very important. That's one of the things I, I use a deep yeah. roof feeder. A deep roof feeder is a, a pole you stick into the ground, it's about maybe four feet long. And so I hooked mm -hmm. it up to the sprayer and then pump not only do I get that, so I also get the oxygen down in there. Yeah, yeah. So I wouldn't worry too much about the the main thing you want to make sure is that the pump itself is not killing them. Yeah, because that's yeah. what happens if you get to if you get the one that's made for chemical spray, then it's not made to handle. And, and and for other people who can't handle a big sprayer, there's a couple of really cool ways that you can do it. So that you know what a fertigation unit is. Make a guess. Oh, your voice is off. I didn't hear you. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, I was I was saying I'm not a hundred percent sure. Um, so please explain. Okay, so a fertigation unit is a is a, ir a irrigation unit. It's a little container. Uh, it's made solid to handle the pressure, and you hook it into the uh, the outgoing. You know, goes out to the property of your sprinkler system, and it's basically a siphons. As it passes through, pressure siphons the liquids, goes out. Okay, and, yeah. And then, so they call it fertigation because then you can put, they, you put, you know, the MG thing or any other kind of chemical fertilizer in there. One mm -hmm. to 1,000. It, it blends it. So what I did was, is I, the, the little unit on top, and you screw it on and off, it has the little lines to go to it. I drilled a little hole and expanded the, the, the water flow. So I okay. made one to 100. Right, Perfect. and you can put a, a little tea bagger compost in there, and mm -hmm. it'll siphon the compost tea out right. It won't hurt, and you have enough power, uh, enough to spray with. So any right. average, any person, because instead of a hole, and what you really need to be worried about is the holes, right? The rubber that's made from the, the mm -hmm. so some of them are very toxic, and some you're not even supposed to drink water from it. So you want it, you want to get water a hose that's environmentally friendly, maybe recycled. It's the better ones. Mm -hmm. So that's, okay. a, that's when I started uh, young. That's what I did. I didn't get a fertigation unit. You can actually buy it's a it's a little brass unit. Mm -hmm. Screw in, and it's got you hook up your bib to it. But it's got a little line that goes into the bucket. Yeah, yeah, right. The well, like a car wash sprayer when you're spraying your car, your little soap container that you can put on and and, and pull it through. Same yeah. thing. When I was uh, uh, I I used to buy the the you know the, the MG company right. Mm -hmm. They have this little spray unit, right? Yeah, yeah. I would go and buy it and, and take out the, the 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 good stuff, right, and give it back to the guy. And yeah. all I want is this unit because that unit yeah. happens to be a very good unit to put your 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 microbes in there to spray it without, and you can adjust the volume on the top, right? You know what I mean? Maybe open it up all the way, and you'll get the microbes out. More Panama. Yeah. Oh, cool. What's that? What does that mean? What does that mean? More Panama? Oh, Panama. What is that? Probably Panama red is in cannabis. Most of the people are, are, are talking about cannabis, but we're going to get one more question from Diggity in here, and then we've got some other questions as well. Uh, what model would you recommend for a tractor for a 30-foot spread um, and a small four-wheeler that you kind of, uh, what it, what it need uh, needing to know to buy the right type of unit? 
uh, model, I'm assuming that it would be a spraying unit? Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, there's a whole bunch of models on the market, what you really need to do. And, and the, the ideal way to deal with this, and I explained it before, is to get a subscription to Acres USA, Acres USA, C-R-E-S, USA.com. It's nothing, go. By good old, it's nothing but good old boys who do massive millions and millions of acres with, with these all different types of equipment, right? All different mm -hmm. kinds of equipment. And they'll, so they'll say this is for compost tea. Okay, so they're actually specifying now, yeah. um, which is, is wonderful because like a tea or an extract, myself, I prefer extracts yeah. uh, than teas. But if they're actually saying yes. and telling us that, you know, then you just do a little bit more research and digging and you're going to get the right one. So when I bought the sprayer, nobody knew anything but you. What the hell are you talking about, boy? <laughs> you know, I said, yeah. I want to spray microbes. Well, I don't know what you're talking about. So I said, well, yeah. what kind of pump you have? If it's a roller, then I don't want it. It's a diaphragm. Yeah. I want it. See, the diaphragm mm -hmm. is not going to hurt it. Uh, I bought my little... Uh, aerator unit it's just a little unit which i put into the sprayer and it aerates it you know i'm getting yeah. i'm getting a new sprayer which has the aeration in it already built into it which is really nice to have it already into it and mm -hmm. so you just ask them can this be sprayed for compost tea if they don't know what you're talking about move on <laughs> move on because yeah. out there it's not yeah uh, gardeners gardeners you go that's good because the outside they don't and so Acres USA is a wonderful place because they also have a wide variety of sources of micros, micro rice that you buy. And these farmers are born for experience. Mm -hmm. One farmer says, you know, I, I have 10,000 acres and boy, do I have to spend so much money. Every year it seems to be getting less and less. I switched mm -hmm. over because it takes a few years to be able to be certified. I think three years, which I think is a mistake. They're saying, you know, yeah. have you been using chemicals for 50 years? It takes three years. And you can be, be you, you could, I'm not using chemicals. You can not sort of be certified organic, which is like crazy, right? Yeah. Because one of the things that happens when you spray microbes, it releases the the chemicals that are bound up in the soil. Yeah. Chemicals are fertilizers are a salt. Mm -hmm. SALP salt. So these microbes releases them, and next thing you know, everything gets burned up. Oh, it get burned up. My I learned from experience when I go deal with a customer. And I said, I, I don't have to ask them. I said, I know you've been using chemicals all your life. I know that. I don't have to tell them that. But I didn't mm -hmm. know that when I, and, and I would come back to you, burn my plants. I said, all I sprayed was microbes. Nothing that could burn it. The only thing that burned it must be it releases the toxins in the soil. Yeah. 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 It releases those salt based nutrients. It, it breaks them off of where they've been held and allows the plants to draw so them up if, really if quickly. You're, if you're growing, the 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 uh, I don't I don't like calling a pot the sacred herb. And a lot a lot of growers I've I've gone to and they they have them in containers they grow and they throw that stuff away, and redo it again right. So if it was alive you would not have to throw the soil away. Dig it yeah, right? You right. Dig it right? It would it would be regenerative and it's all by itself. You can just take the plant out, put another one, and again, rather than throwing the soil away. The reason why they yep. throw it away because it's full of the salts of the chemicals they use. When they lift, yep. you were to lift it up, you'll see the inside lined with this white chemical layer. Mm -hmm. You'll have to say, what are you doing, right? Yeah. And so let's, that, let's jump into another question. I didn't see the question. I want to see it. Okay. Okay. What is your favorite or feel is the best, best practices 
uh, are adding carbons to the or carbon to the soil. I actually buy carbon. If you had told me in advance, I would bring you a label of a bag. It's carbon. And it's carbon specifically to add to the soil. Okay. You don't want to go out and buy charcoal, those little baguettes that you use for cooking, because you know that's got chemicals in it. So this is a, this is actually carbon. The company that sells it, and we're going to have him on as a guest. Oh, fantastic! Uh, actually, it's called Blue Sky. Okay, Blue I've heard Sky. of Blue Sky. His name is Michael. I forgot his last name. You guys can look him up. Okay, and he's and he tells this device that allows you to make your own carbon. Right. Yeah. One of the things he sells is a uh, is uh, bamboo vinegar. Now, bamboo okay. vinegar is from China. And so mm -hmm. in China, they found that thousands of years ago, when they had a fire and their bamboo forest burned down, they could take that stuff and use it because it's, it's a it's highly specialized charcoal. But also, they can make a vinegar. The way they made a vinegar is because rain will come and wash it out, you know, put the fire yeah, out. Yeah. But water percolating to, the, to this burnt stuff, that's the vinegar. And that vinegar yeah. is absolutely incredible and amazing. So you're basically talking about biochar, and when you there make you biochar, That's you can it. actually pull different elements off, and vinegar is one of the things that you can pull off. You can also pull off gasoline yeah. uh, out of biochar because right. the, the pyrolysis, yeah, the forming of pyrolysis. I like diggities. Cool. I I, I was going to get to biochar because that's what it is. Is biochar? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Exactly right. And that's one of the best ways. The best way is make it yourself. So they sell a really cool device that you can just make it. Rather, in the, his backyard is like a uh, uh, a pit, right? <laughs> he throws, yeah. He throws wood in there and he gets it going, and then then he puts it out with water and lets it soak through. So he made yeah. a little device, a tiny little device to fit in your garage that you can make uh, biochar on a regular basis. Now, if you use yeah. biochar when you're growing them, one of the things about growing the sacred herb, if you're growing it properly. It's going to have all the micronutrients in it you need as well. It be, it's a medicine. Now, we were at uh, the Grow Up Conference uh, here the last three days, um, and we actually have somebody there that we met that's making biochar uh, from hemp stock. That's right. Exactly right. That's even better. Yep. So the, the philosophy is you make biochar from highly active. That's why bamboo grows like crazy, highly active. Yep. It just wants to grow, grow, grow. So weeds grow like crazy. You can make it, you know, so they have the they have this ability to grow. And it's just a combination of how they use microbes and how they use the, the, the yeah. you know what I mean, right? And so, the, so you don't want to make it from chemically grown products because there's oh, nothing in there. There's yeah. nothing in there, right? And so uh, one of the things I like about everybody here that's doing their things is that they all – Raise your hand if you're a chemical. One, raise your hand. Not one of them is doing chemical stuff. They because they they realize that, that it's it's actually a sacred herb. It's actually a medicine. Why yep. don't you put junk in your medicine, right? You know what I mean. And then you're taking it. Then you're going to get it even more. <clears throat> it's all about caring, sharing in the community. That's exactly it. So, <clears throat> I mean, I started smoking in um, let's see, <clears throat> in night and when I was seventeen. <laughs> Couple of days ago, only Andy. Come on! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I told you, I got, a, I got, a, I got court martialed fourteen times for smoking pot. Men don't smoke pot; they, they only drink beer. Oh yeah, right, right, yeah, right. Yeah. right. And, and no, so it's real men smoke pot, and you pansies drink beer. I never imagined that I would be alive and would become legal. 
just the other day I was at the medical place, you know, the, the local dispensary cop out there. I bought something. I walked out to say, mm-hmm. Hey, how are you doing? And, and you know, I was in there. I just bought some pot. And the guy says, yeah, I know. <laughs> and I said, I told him, I said, normally, you know, you guys will chase after me. And, and, in Florida, I got arrested for anybody looking for four hundred pounds, right? Four hundred, Andy. Yeah, yeah four hundred pounds. The cops had it on the market already. <laughs> they were selling this stuff. So when he went to court, and it says, uh, "Where's your evidence?" Here's a bag. <laughs> and I go, "Here's this little bag." Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was going, I was going to raise my, you know, it's four hundred pounds, but I didn't do that, you know. They threw their they threw their out of court because all the pops were selling. And I asked one of them, I said, Don't you have a problem arresting people for growing pot and then turning around and selling it? No. That's the law. Yeah. You know, I have to arrest them, but I don't want to throw the good stuff away. <laughs> By the way, it's four hundred pounds of Panama red. <sighs> yeah. Which was like I had to go to Costa Rica and then swim across the river and fest it with a crocodile to make a connection. And once I get a connection, I, I told you, I brought my van, put it in the second gas tank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and I used to drive down the Pan American Highway, get busted every time. They would take it apart, not find it, especially at the border. They would yeah. write for me. I said, what are you doing? Because I used to work for um, uh, a uh, cancer research institute where mm-hmm. they did the same thing. They they want me to go and says, we want you to look at everything and we want to get rid of anything that causes cancer. They use the chemicals to clean things that cause cancer. They're using Roundup yeah. outside the car. So you, I said, you're going to heal cancer and yet you're doing, I don't want to be here while you, you guys. So I, I told them, okay, everybody gets a raised bed when they first become a patient. They get a yeah. raised bed assigned to them. They have to learn to start eating the food they grow. And mm-hmm. the, the cooks, the, the, the little food thing that they do, that they, they cook, have to start growing their own food. And you have to start using the Roundup on the lawn. Seriously, Roundup on the lawn to control the weeds. So I lasted for about two years until some other company bought them out and they threw everybody out. And they were right back to using chemicals. The truth was, they like to keep the patients sick. Stay here forever. And well, how money. else do they make money, Andy, if they don't have patients paying them, right? It's like the, the all these chemical and drug companies, It's we're not healing. Doctors aren't healers anymore. They look at, at, at what you've got and go, oh, well, that symptom, we can give you this drug for that symptom. Here, come I back love, in a week. I love the VA and, the, and Medicare. They're not into the business of healing people. No. They're not into the, in the business of taking care of the veterans. You know, I have to fight. I so I have all these benefits. They don't tell me what they are. I have to get them from other other veterans. Say, wait, you're not getting this? No. And then I have. To, so now I have to fight for all those things. And one yeah. of the things as a veteran that I get benefits for being mental. You're not <laughs> mental. No, no, you're normal as all heck. You know, for mental illness, right? You know, and so and my problem is is that and so I was that just there about two months ago to my VA mm-hmm. doctor. Yep. And I was telling her, uh, so let me get this straight. I have to take this drug for this this pain. I got to take that drug for that, this drug for this, and this drug for this. All these doctors mm-hmm. are telling me, take all these drugs, and none of them are saying, maybe we should talk to each other, because am I supposed to take them all at the same time, rotate or what, right? And on top of that, I'm not taking any of these. I'm doing yeah. this much. I'm doing marijuana, sativa, which, by the way, they found has amazing healing properties as opposed to indicas. 
Okay. Okay. Sativa affects your brain differently than indica does. Mm -hmm. And I also told him I, I joined a church, a sacred church. I'd be happy to give anybody the name out. They grow mushrooms and they feed a DMT and they teach you how to do microdosing. 90% and, of our, our yes, we want the name, Andy. Give us the name. <laughs> you want the name? Do yes. Uh, well, let me see. It's, it's such a strange, long name. <laughs> it really is. It's a long name. But I, the best thing to do is, um, I, do you do you do like do we do screen sharing here? Oh yeah, yeah. Just look at look for present. I'm gonna go run off and get the book because see they also get to tell you to get a book. You want to read it. And the science is basically figured out, and it's so cool because I've always grown mushrooms. And mm -hmm. people have found out that I give it away. I I, I make microdose for people for free, for free. Yeah. I don't charge anybody a penny uh, for that. And uh, I it's just uh, just I've I've been doing this microdosing for three months. Look at me. Yeah, I'm I'm okay. <laughs> I, I told the VA guy this, a lady this. I said <laughs> I'm not doing any of these drugs, but you want me to do them so that I can get my benefits. But I'm doing that. I'm I joined this church. It's fifty dollars a year, and you get and it's like a hundred bucks to get a couple ounces of this of this powder. Then they tell you how much mm -hmm. you take for microdosing. You do a little bit too much, you're like, you know, you're tripping, and you can't really go to work or anything. You have to relax. That's yeah, what happened yeah. to me. That's what happened to me. Um, maybe six months ago, a guy comes up, uh, calls me, he says, "I have a rot up my spine. I really can't deal with these drugs." I'm, I'm going to kill myself. I heard you. You, you can help. I said, cool. Yeah. yeah. So, so, well, I had to figure everybody's different. Well, so yeah. Microdose cysts for him. Right. Mm -hmm. And I, I've been, I grow a wide variety of mushrooms. I, I don't grow nuts. I moved here. I don't want to do it in the closet. That's why I joined this church. Right. So, yeah. So I, I'm actually a, uh, there's a name for when you study uh, uh, mushrooms. Myco mycology. Right, so I, I, I'm a mycologist, which allows me to get mushrooms from around, including the psilocybin mushrooms. There's a loop, legal loophole in there, which I can get these. Uh, so I have, um, so I bought the, uh, so I joined uh, several different clubs because they're not allowed to sell mm -hmm. a growing kit and the shrooms together. So you go to one growing kit place that sells a cool growing kit. Okay. Which I can t happy to talk about that. If people want to know a little more about that, and then. Uh, so uh, I bought these uh, spores from another company that sells spores. Mm -hmm. And this is this particular one was from uh, Egypt. And okay. These guys were tiny little things, teeny weeny things. That's as big as they grow. So you would think tiny, yeah, you know, they're probably not very powerful. Uh, I'll, try, I'll, I'll I'll try it anyway. So I grew them; they were cool. But man, they're ten times more powerful than they, there's another one called. Uh, 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 I forget the name of it, but it's basically penis envy. They look like a penis. They're really big. Yes, yeah, yeah. Actually, we've had a couple of mycologists on uh, with Leighton Morrison. There's a big event coming up, I think, in July in uh, just across the mountains from you um, where they're going to be talking mycology for, I think, a three-day event. Right, right. I would love to go to those, not because I would learn more because I've been doing this almost all my life. Liberty caps, cool. Uh, but... So what happened was, is I, I made a batch of this stuff, right? I said, okay, I'm going to just try this level. Man, mm -hmm. I, I, 10 o'clock in the morning, I did it, and I was tripping until 10 o'clock at night. Fortunately, I'm an old pro of this. So <laughs> I said, I can't even walk. I can't move. I can't do anything. I'm just, and somehow I, 
uh, intuitively I turned on YouTube for mantra, the mantra. There was doing mantras, and I yeah, just yeah. In, I just keyed into that mantra, and I was gone, and just totally into that mantra, flying across the universe wherever. Cool. When I was young, when I, was young my, uh, I used to lead my body a lot. My mother would taught me how to do all this stuff because she was into mm -hmm. a specific religion called Santera religion, which is basically Buddhism and Christianity. <laughs> That's the twist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's very cool. But uh, so I had no problem. I have no problem leaving my body and stuff. Uh, and, and so I left and I came back. It was 10 o'clock at night. I go, I guess that's a little bit too strong for you. <laughs> yeah, just a wee bit. I tried talking like uh, Mickey Mouse again. Well, well, boys and girls, I don't think we can do that. <laughs> you know. <laughs> now, recently, uh, recently, I, uh, maybe uh, six months ago, again, I did the toad. Yeah. So uh, I have friends that go there and they're. Ah! So when I did the toad, I immediately went into samadhi. I I went into started meditating. I was in space. Having a real good mm -hmm. time. These alien people came by. Hey, what are you doing out here? I'm just having a good time. But the people were watching me. They thought I died because I literally stopped breathing. Like, man, the yeah. guy's moving. He's not. So I told my body, I'll be back. Just take it easy, relax. Everything's cool. I'll be back. Yeah. Right? And I, 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 I've always been able to do that when I do LSD. Mm -hmm. I'm gone. I'll be back. You know. What I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And they said, oh my. And and then and, and then they. This should be a private affair when you're doing something, right? So they have all these friends sitting around watching me do stuff, you know. And they, mm -hmm. they thought I would get up and move and do all these things. That's what people do. Oh my God, they, you know, they they have to work through all the trauma and all the things that they're doing. Yeah. And so when I came back into my body, I'm I've seen everybody's auras all around me. I go, what the hell is going on here? I set up and says, I literally went slap them on and went boom back. <laughs> when they all came back at me and I said, what the hell happened? I said, what were you guys doing? It's a show. I should charge you for this. <laughs> yeah, you, know yeah, you, you pay for admission to watch me just lay here, you know. You know what I wanted to do was I wanted to take everybody out and sit on the cloud. I, I could do that. I can take him out because one of the things I, I teach is lucid dreaming. Yeah. We'll talk about that in the future. You'll find it. I'm a little bit. I've always been really out there. So in lucid dreaming, you can actually know you're dreaming. You control the dream. But group lucid dreaming, that's another story. I wanted to do that, but a lot of people were so traumatically attached to their body, if you know what I'm saying. You know, they can't yeah. get out of their body for five seconds. Man, they're back inside again. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And they so, freak but, out. But uh, the, the, the mushrooms is a very, very cool way to help especially veterans, officer, police officers are taking now because mm -hmm. they're really wiped out with all this negative energy and things. And yeah. uh, if you grow the pot with love and care and you put the energy into it, one of the mm -hmm. things I found that was really, really cool, so I'm into crystals and stuff. So, my, yep. so I, I actually uh, bathe them. One, I don't know if anybody's doing this, but you can bathe your, pot, your, your plant in black light. Yeah. Okay. In black light, as as in like a uh, the UV spectrum black light. Yeah, you know the black light you turn on, everything glows. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's black light, and and that gives it another another spectrum to work with. It plants another spectrum, and you'll find that the the what makes the pot uh, gets you stone is ten times more in that plant than in the other plant. Oh, okay. Oh, oh good. Uh, what, is, what happened? We, cool. we, I, I put in some gold. Uh, it was actually the wrong button. It was supposed to be this one. That's a gold bar, you guys. Uh, 
you know, because most of the people that are watching this right now are cannabis growers. So there's a new one with the black light, guys. I, I, I when I started growing, uh, when I got out of the service, um, I was growing uh, in my, um, I was growing in my basement, and so mm -hmm. I, at the hippie, I have a room with black light in it. Anyway, I, I okay. do that because uh, my range of vision is really different than most people's range of vision. Uh, mm -hmm. So uh, when things are under black light, I can actually see things a little bit differently. So I actually, by accident, put some plants in containers in the in that room that grow like when the, when they had their buds already, they were ready to not quite be a harvest, you know. Right. And I got so stoned off of the same plant. There's two identical plants. One was in a dark room, which yeah. I, you know, once one was in the other black light room, and the difference in taste, the taste tells you right off the bat. You know, mm -hmm. I tell people just take one hit and relax. Don't do it. Don't. My friend took the whole joint. He was like silent for two days. He was like, "Duh!" I told you one hit. Okay, can I do that to my wife? Silent for two days. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna send her the tape of this show. <laughs> I would, I would experiment with it. And nowadays, I don't know if anybody's doing this or not, but you can plug in your. LED lights, one of the things I specialized in was LED lights. So when I was growing, mm -hmm. they were up to about eighth generation. I'm pretty sure they're up to 20th generation by now. They keep uh, coming, yeah. coming up with better and better lights, you know. And you can plug them into the computer, and you can regulate their light frequencies that they get. You can play mm -hmm. around with the light frequencies that they get. Well, that's, that's a lot of the new technology, and we're looking at the far red and the far blues as well and being able to control them. Most of the new companies that are, are still selling the LEDs, and there's, I think, around 800 now oh, uh, cool. companies, and they have those micro adjustments that they're starting to include right away um, so that you can make those minute adjustments when you need to. Right, so you can hook it up through Bluetooth into your computer. Yeah, yeah, and they have controllers that'll give you daylight. It'll it'll slowly come up in the morning, and then it'll fade out right. at night. I realize this is a way to go. It's a way to go. So um, I was actually testing. I, I I figured out how to get free LED lights. The companies would give them to me. I would test them, and they had oh. these one one LED lights that's like, like this around. Mm -hmm. Yeah, go on the wall, and it would literally do a beam down over a thousand watts, equivalent of a thousand watts. Yeah, yeah. So you, you have one for plant, but you also have on the side of the wall because I was also do the side of the plants, the sides yeah. as well. You know? Yeah. And then uh, I learned how to uh, prune. If you prune properly, mm -hmm. so I used to do a sea of green. Yeah. Right? So a sea of green, I have this. So, uh, by the way, um, I, I decided I'm going to uh, – it's okay with you. I'm sure it is. And, but I, I, do you grow? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to send – you a seed that I have genetically been altering for you. Look, I have all these seeds that I'm mm -hmm. going to die and I'm going to take them with me and I don't think I'm going to do that anymore. I try to. These pot growers, I say, give me your seeds and I'll take care of you. And I go, yeah, right. Can you sign something legally that says that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because once they get this variety and these varieties, mm -hmm. I have a red dragon, I have a, a, a voodoo. I call it voodoo. That little thing is not even two feet tall. Yeah, yeah. And it's from the same genetics. You know, okay. a long, long time ago, I had this, uh, I had a, a male, a male, I was lucky. When I get a male, I say, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. So I take the <laughs> pollen and deliberately pollinate 
the plants with it. It's different yeah. plants pollinate. You know, mm-hmm. I have to separate the pollen, to separate the plant, they harvest the pollen, take care. I still have pollen. It'll last forever. You take care of it. The seeds will yep. last forever. You take care of them. But mm-hmm. so I, I've learned to, uh, and the voodoo is a tiny little thing, really mm-hmm. tiny, but the thing is black. And if you grow okay. it under the black light, it's even, it's even black. It gets the, you can see, <laughs> you look at it under black light, you go, what the hell is going on there? Right. And if you uh-huh. smoke that, you it's like doing LSD. It's just, you go, Okay. Your eyes start, your, everything starts glowing. You're going, what the fuck? Hey, 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 you know? I can right? use some of that. Yeah, you know? So I have some seeds. That what I want to do is figure out a way. Maybe we can have a contest. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe. And what I see, my problem is not giving them away. My problem is I want to see what happens with these babies. I want to see what you do with them. I want pictures. Yeah. I, mean, want, I want you to send me a sample so I can test it. I've been doing yeah. this for 40 years. And... And I, I, I feel frustrated because I really should have, uh, and I try to tell these pogros, give me a warehouse, give me a group of people. I'll produce stuff you will not believe because you want these things to sell to people. Yeah. Not, not just blue cheese or not just uh, uh, Girl Scout cookies. Or I tell people it's, it's got food in it. It's a name. It's got food in it. I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> right, right? Unless it's peanut butter breath. Yeah, yeah. We like peanut butter. Yeah, yeah. On top of that, I started to I, I buy a long time ago all these different sativa varieties. You name a sativa variety. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Name a sativa variety that at the old old age, old times. You know, you, um, you know. I don't actually. I I try not to use sativa or indica because there's a better way to describe that. Oh, yeah. Tell me. Um, well, actually, I'll 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 introduce you to uh, Tony um, from Boneyard Seeds. He's had the same mail for almost eighteen years, and he's local to you in California. Uh-huh. And is that's that a gentleman. What's that? Is that the one Layton was talking yes. about? Yes, and he's a gentleman you can trust. He's a medical grower and breeds for medical purposes. Um, he's an amazing young man, and he is local to you in California. Well, I thought I said, okay, the heck with it. I'm going to just start growing again because, see, that's what I really do real. You think I do well yeah. with people's property? I grow marijuana like crazy. I grew marijuana in University of Florida. They did not, they did not know it was pot because I trained it like a vine. Okay, I trained, okay. I, I trained it. So you, it's sort of like um, uh, bonsai. So I, I have all the bonsai mm-hmm. tools of wire, you know, when you prune yep. it, you get that little vine growing like this, another little vine growing like this. doesn't even look like a pot. In the old days, I used to grow a tomato plant with it because the airplanes, uh, I have a friend mm-hmm. with a pot. I said, we can't tell marijuana plant if it's got little red balls on it. <laughs> That's what tomatoes <laughs> done, right? And so they would leave it alone. Yeah. And, and I would intertwine them together in my yard. People would walk by, oh, what a beautiful tomato plant. You know, <laughs> right? And weird that, leaves, though. Those are really weird leaves. I've never seen that on a tomato plant before, but well, beautiful I, I tomato. I, I, I do want a connection. I do want to give them a few to start using. I really want to get it out to the growers. I would like to yes. say, look, yeah. I'm willing to give you one or two seeds. You need at least two seeds because you really want, if you get a male, don't kill it. Use mm-hmm. the pond. I, I made a mistake. Gave a friend one. Gave two of them. And he says one was a male. I killed it. I go, what the heck did you just do? I told you, give it to me, and I would save the pollen. Because then, mm-hmm. so I had uh, I pollinated one plant. Had over a thousand seeds. Each one is different. Mm-hmm. Grow them together. They're all different. It's like you, you can never know they're from the same plant. It's like two human beings are different. It's every seed is going to give you a different expression 
and combination of the genetics. Exactly. Um, it's so cool. It really yeah. is so cool. So I did four plants once. They were so radically different, yet they came from the same place. And I have a track of how who they were pollinated with, right? What genetics yeah. they would do, they would have. And mm -hmm. so I have a couple of, and I name them for fun, you know? So the red dragon is one of them. Uh, I have a, 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 a voodoo. I have a, a black knight. The black knight is something else. For some reason, I seem to be able to get these. So I gave one to a friend in Tennessee. He led it outside in the snow, killed it. It was crystallized. Mm -hmm. It was crystallized. You literally crushed it into a powder and snorted. <laughs> oh, geez, <laughs> eh? <laughs> yeah, because it's like it's so it's so it's so intense. Uh, I've I've yep. gotten, I've given them to uh, guru masters who who will take it because they they have these illusions. They have these you know these. Things happen experiences. to them. experiences. Experiences, yeah. right? And if your and if your uh, energy is right, you never will have a bad trip. I've never had a yeah. bad LSD trip. Mm -hmm. You know, I have a lot of friends. Oh my God, I was willing to jump off the building and so forth. I go, no, something wrong there. There's something yeah. wrong there. So I, I want to be able to, and I I'm just looking at uh, just today. I gave one uh, two one guy two seeds. He's an old nice old man. He's been after me for years. And I told him the same thing. If it's a male, don't kill it. Because, you know, mm -hmm. that's what they do. They kill the male. Oh, my God, it's a male. Yeah. You know? And they don't realize that that is the future. If they, you save that pollen and start growing it, you're going to get something that people will get, what the heck are you growing? Now, Andy, I want to stop you there for a second because okay, most of the people here are, are cannabis growers. And you mentioned if you, you can that pollen will last forever if you store it properly. How are you storing it to give it that? Well, first of all, you want to make sure you don't contaminate it. That's the biggest thing that happens is that people are in an environment which is contaminated, you know, it's easy to contaminate the pollen. Very, very easy to contaminate. So you have yeah. to do it the same way you're growing uh, mushrooms. You have to have it in a sterile environment. You literally, okay. have, to wear, you literally have to wear a mask. I use mm -hmm. uh, these, uh, these, uh, blue, these uh, uh, EMF lights. These lights are sterilized. Uh, what's the mm -hmm. name of them? You know, uh, they're like blue lights. Yeah, I, I'm not actually. I'm not sure. I I know that uh, I I when I was researching mushrooms, you know, the HEPA filter and you know the the wall and gloves, everything has to be sterile. You know, because you're you're dealing with those spores, you don't want to breathe them in. And it's you're saying you do the exact same thing with the pollen. You know, take it to a medical level and and right. store it. And, and so, don't screw up. So what you do is you have a bathroom that you don't use as a bathroom. And you have a, uh, you have a seal, you have a plastic that you can walk in. So what ideally you want, you know what, excuse me, you don't even want to walk in where you're closing you have. I don't mean naked. I said you have to take a different, take a shower, put on something nice and clean. In, yeah. Right? Wear a mask. Uh, I, uh, it's, I, I think it's infrared. I don't know the name of it. Well, Slim Bucket saying is the UVC light. There you go. That's it. Thank and, you, Slim Bucket. And these things, you're not supposed to be in there while you're where they're doing it because it produces ozone. It's very, very bad for it. But also, so you want to sterilize the environment. Mm -hmm. And then, so when 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 they when they're ready to to uh, before they do that, I put them in a bag, paper bag. Okay. Up, you know, so that they tap it, so they all call in there. Don't open the paper bag; just cut it. A lot of people will open, take take the thing. I know, leave it in the entire seal, tape it up, put that into a uh, a sealed container. You don't want it into in a uh, a 
a glass with like a jar because it, any moisture will, will, mold, will mold it. It has to be uh, 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 I use cardboard box, little cardboard right. box, so it right. freeze, and I put that inside a separate inside another cardboard box, and it's all sealed up. It allows it to breathe. Uh, the paper paper allows it to breathe, and I keep that mm -hmm. in a temperature controlled environment, along with my other seeds. Okay, so I have, I, temperature I have a, and humidity, or just yeah. the temperature and humidity. Temperature okay. and humidity. You don't want because the humidity will come in there and it will mold. You end up exactly. with mold. Yeah. So, so well, how about we save the temperature and humidity? You guys in the chat remember that question for next week. But we're at the hour, Andy, and I'm not going to push it tonight because we pushed it too long last week. But, guys, Andy is, is a co-host every week. We're going to be doing this show. So make sure you bring your questions uh, for Andy to answer. Like, this is a gentleman. He's been doing this longer than some of us have been alive Look, and has a such a wealth of a, a, a knowledge. I have a suggestion. Send yes. me an email with the questions in advance so I can prepare for it a little bit. I can if if, if you do screen sharing, I'm happy to show you some of my my, my grow stuff that I've been doing. Got pictures of them too. I can I can show you a, like for example a picture of the book that they sell. I can mm -hmm. even tell you provide you the link for the for this church that you that you can go to and yes. sign up, yeah. you know, right? So yeah. I, I want to provide as much information as possible. Uh, and unfortunately, I don't keep it all out here. I just keep it at other places, you know. <laughs> right, There's right. too much in there already, Andy. Come on. So, so you can you can literally go to my website. And we're great if you sign up the newsletter and stuff because everything I do actually is teaching you. But you can say, I saw you on a show and uh, I have this question. And I will answer it, and then I then I can see. Oh, you want to know about the church? Fine, I'll give you the link to it. I even we can mm -hmm. even take you to their website, and I have a really cool website. It will blow you away. It shows every drug, everything on the planet you can you can imagine, whether it's yeah. Yeah. not necessary the drugs that people have, but the drugs that Earth makes. Yes, it's a yeah. really cool yeah. site. And it covers everything from mushroom psilocybin, you name the MT, you name it. And people go, holy cow! See, and that's and, and I'm into all that kind of stuff. Uh, and that's the, uh, the invisiblegardener.com, correct? That's, that's right. You see, inquire it's, it's called inquiry form. So you just type dot com forward slash inquiry. I n q u r y takes you right to the form. Fill it up your name and everything. While you're there, sign up for the newsletter. But then say, I want to know about this. I have this question, I, mm -hmm. and I will take some notes so I can be more prepared to answer you in detail. If you want, if you like, the person who wants to know the specific. specific your type of uh, a sprayer, yeah. Right. I can give you a specific name if you want to, you know. And so uh, I, that's that's what I would like to do. That way, I don't I don't have to try to say I'm sorry, man. I don't I don't know all the bad stuff I had, right? <laughs> and because that's what the show is about: is providing yeah. content, make you want. And by the way, I have my own show called Don't Panic, It's Organic, and the, mm -hmm. it's called From the Soil to the Soul. We can dig that. And that's that's on your YouTube channel. My YouTube channel, right? You go up. Well, I have a, I have a, a five different YouTube channel. What's what's in your garden? I have one called my refractometer and me. I actually was going to do one uh, growing your own medicine. Uh, I was going to call it grow your own pot plant, and they wouldn't let me do it. So I might go back to just saying growing your own medicine. Uh, but mm -hmm. uh, 
those are things you can follow too. I would appreciate that. It'll be really cool, you know, because I know there's thousands and thousands of people out there into this stuff. And there's well, more and we got Instagram, we got Facebook, Facebook. Instagram, I'm Twitter. I'm everywhere. I'm everywhere. And, and guys, if you like music, hit it, hit up the music on SoundCloud. Andy's a phenomenal musician. I'll tell you okay. something. Play the music to the plants. Serious. Play the music to the plants. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I call it inner gardening because it really was meant music for for the soil, for the plants. Mm -hmm. That's what I, really, I used to go out, take a speaker, put it in the ground, play the music. Actually, I know somebody that got rid of moles that way, but they were playing Celine Dion, and the moles all took off. <laughs> I don't think she'll, she'll like that, you know. <laughs> I, I think I'd be in trouble for saying that. But anyway, guys, we're going to cut it there. We'll see you guys next Wednesday. Same time, same channel. Bye.